Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, a podcast that is doing fantastic, but always, dear listener, getting better and better and better because you ain't seen nothing yet. Speaking of which... I have with me not only the world's greatest podcasting co-host in podcasting history, but he is only getting better and better and better. The best is yet to come from the one and only Mr. Everett Farnell. It is super, super good, but only getting better, baby, and you ain't seen nothing yet. Sit back and buckle your seatbelt because it's about to get amazing. I believe that. I believe it already is, and it's even going to get better. And what we're talking about, dear listener, is Trump's number one, if not only, selling point for his re-election, for his reason for being, for his entire administration, is the state of the U.S. economy. Oh, we're having the best economy ever. The economy's booming. We have the lowest unemployment in 50 years, and this, and that, and the who, and the ha, and the stock markets had 127 record highs in a blue and a bond or whatever and a this and a that and whatever. And the fact is, I hate to break it to you if you don't know this, but the fact is that whoever just happens to be living in the White House at the time is not, not only not the only, but likely not even the primary driver of the state of the U.S. economy. However, the president has an important role, and that role is to drive up consumer confidence and business owner confidence. So the consumers spend more money believing they don't have to scrimp and save every penny because a recession isn't coming, so they can get out there and spend. And spend they did, dear listener, as we speak at the end of the 2019 holiday season, record after record after record, the most ever on Black Friday, the most ever on Cyber Monday, the most ever on whatever Tuesday, the most ever on whatever they call it, the Saturday before Christmas, the biggest spending overall in December, the biggest ever in a holiday seat, blah, 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 broke every record. So consumer confidence way high and business owner confidence that, dear listener, if you're listening to this podcast, you are, we can't control it, but you ought to be a business owner. And that's all about, will we hire? Will we invest in equipment? Will we expand? Will we invest into marketing and advertising, we'll only do that if we believe that the future is bright, that things are happening. So that's the important role of the president is to build up that expectation of the best is yet to come. So there are two roles that you see President Trump playing. Number one, which anyone can do, is reporting on the state of the economy. Like we talked about, oh, the stock market's at a high and the unemployment's at a low and these are the numbers. Well, you know, you can have a volunteer high school kid doing a newscast on his college, <laughs> his high school radio station telling you that. Those are just facts. But the president then comes out and says, and 
the future is going to be even better because we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this, so the best is yet to come. And that second part is much, much, much more important than the first part of just saying this is great. You've got to, as a leader, dear listener, that's the lesson learned this week, you've got to come out to the people you're leading, which includes your employees, but it also includes your customers, your clients, patients, members, whatever they are to you, your suppliers, your community. You've got to lead people into not only believing that your business is doing great, but that the future is going to be even better. I mean, even Trump, you know, is great about this and, oh, he's great on the economy. Even Barack Obama, who it'd be hard-pressed to find a president who is less financially knowledgeable and skilled Obama. It's, it's almost, you could argue, he almost wanted to, you know, damage America because he did a great job of it in many ways. But even under Obama, the stock market was at record highs. But even Obama knew, he wrote a book on it, that it's not just the present, but you've got to have hope. He taught people to have hope for the future. That's what the leader does. That's what Donald Trump does so great. That's what you need to do, dear listener, is not only say things are great, you must go one step further and say, but they're also getting better. Do they not, Everett? Absolutely, Steve. If you want to, if you absolutely want to screw up a sale or screw up a sales force or screw up an employee, here's what you do. You tell your prospects while you're talking to them, you say, oh, we're the best in the business. We do a better job than anybody else. Our customer service is second to none. But I got to tell you, it's so tough every month. We're barely hanging on by my fingernails. Ah. So, you know, it's a month-to-month thing right now, so we could really use your business. I'd really appreciate your business because I just don't know how I'm going to make payroll if you don't buy this stuff. Do that and see how quickly people run for the hills. They don't have anything to do with you. Even if you are great, you want to exude enthusiasm and confidence. And enthusiasm, by the way, doesn't have to mean you're acting goofy and jumping up on tables and jumping up and down. You know, you don't have to be crazy Fred auto sales. You know what I mean? But you have to have that enthusiasm, that hope for the future. You have to exude it. It has to pour out of your body. People love it when they feel like the business is getting better. It's getting bigger. It's as you said, Steve, for employees, they feel like, oh, my job is secure and I have to do a good job. Employees and customers alike, they want to know that you're going to be around. I mean, what if you have a guarantee? What if you have, uh, you know, a uh, something a subscription model what if you have a maintenance program that they're they're paying into and some of the funds go towards when they have to replace the equipment they want to know you're going to be around what if you are their choice for their family doctor lawyer dentist people want to know whether they're your clients and your employees and your suppliers i mean everyone wants to know the future is bright that you are solid that things are getting better and everett you mentioned you touched on why my least favorite, most dreaded, hated day of the year is Small Business Saturday. Now, you might say, why do you do that? You're a small business. You're all about small business owners, Steve. I, you know, what are you saying? I'm saying that that's one day a year. Other than my clients and Everett's clients, businesses are taught, just beg for business. That's it. Just say, you know, we suck so bad that if you don't spend money with us, we're going to go out of business. So please give us your money here on Small Business Saturday. Well, why? Because we're small. That's why. Because we're small and we're local and we can't compete with the big box stores that have really good hours and really good prices and really good selection. No, we suck. So one day a year, we set it up where we just beg, oh, please, please support your local business. Otherwise, we suck so bad we'll go out of business. I mean, that just sucks. 
I'm like, what kind of day is that for a business owner to celebrate? So that's the wrong message. So do not be a business owner that sends the message, please do business with me, and then the consumer asks why, and you say, oh, because I need it. That's terrible. The Trump, even Obama, would not come out there and go, hey, you should buy stocks, why? Because they need it. If you don't buy stock in IBM, IBM might go out of business. How can IBM compete with Microsoft? How can they compete with Apple? They need you to buy their stock. Please, please invest in America. If you don't, the Chinese are going to overtake us because we suck. No, that's the small business Saturday pitch. That pitch sucks. Do not lead people by saying we need you or else we suck and we'll go out of business. Lead people by saying invest your time, your money, your effort, your dollars, your support, your hours with us because we're getting stronger, bigger, better. We're going to be around forever. That's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. And I'll tell you what, to that point, Steve, I have stopped using the words, the term small business, unless I'm talking about the SBA, Small Business Association uh, Administration, pardon me, category of small business being 500 employees or less. What I've started using is entrepreneurial business, because I hate the idea, I hate that the term small business just kind of reeks of exactly what you just said, small and weak and unable to survive and teetering on the edge of collapse. I hate that concept that small business, no, no, we're entrepreneurial businesses, meaning that we are fast, we're mobile, we are looking for geometric expansion, not 5% growth in top-line revenue next year. No, 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 500% growth in top-line revenue. How are we going to do that? So that's why I just changed the term, because I agree with you. Oh, I agree with you there, and I saw uh, Gene Simmons of uh, rock and roll fame, a top rock and roll marketing promoter of all time, and, and I remember him saying that in the speech. He said, why do you call yourself a small business? That's a, that's a pejorative term. I'm small. That makes it sound like you're always going to be small, and small means insignificant, and small means not powerful, and you shouldn't call yourself a small business. The only reason I use it is because it's just the term. It's what people use, but I agree with you. It's a disempowering term, and you ought to come up with another way to describe your business. We are an emerging business. We're a growing business. We're an entrepreneurial business. We're a future-oriented business. We're an up-and-coming business, and you ought to stay away from that term in the same way as Donald Trump, who does not come out. He's doing less and less. He did it in the beginning when he was just running, but he less and less does he come out and say, you know, hey, I'm new at this, and I've never been a politician. Now he comes out and he says, you know, actually, I'm a politician now. And actually, he's been the president for almost three years, for crying out loud. So now I don't think you even hear people anymore saying he's unpresidential been the president three years, I'm pretty sure. Now, whatever your definition of what was presidential, he has changed. So being presidential now means being petulant and acting like a two-year-old and putting people down on social media just because their TV show didn't get good ratings. Suddenly, that's presidential. Why? Because the president is doing it. So what the heck? Definition. Anyway, before we get too out in the weeds, we remind you, as we do every week, we not only have this money-making tip for you, dear listener, of how to be a leader that not only report how good things are, but make sure you add in the reasons why in your belief so that you transfer your enthusiasm to whoever you're speaking to, that the future is even better. Well, speaking of which, we have an even better advanced tip of the week for you. And for that, as always, doesn't even cost you more money. You just head over to the website, LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com. That's where you get the advanced tip of the week. 
even though it doesn't cost you any money, it will make you, as always, a lot of money. Speaking of things that will make you a lot of money, make sure you're back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump. Make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.